the college basketball experience daily show for Thursday, February 3rd on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by WinBet. WinBet's now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, Arizona, and coming soon to Louisiana from boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport. WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $10 and get $200 in free bets. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $15,000 with one entry. Head over to stableduel.com and get started today. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a free to play app that lets you bet on all your favorite NFL player props for a chance to win awesome prizes. Download the app today at betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's betterfantasy, B E T T O R fantasy.com slash SGPN. We're also brought to you by Manscaped, the leaders in below the belt grooming. Head over to manscaped.com, use that promo code SGP for 20% off your, your first order and free shipping. We're also brought to you by the SGPN app. Yes, don't forget to download the SGPN app. You're home for all of our free picks and podcasts. It is free to download in the App Store and Google Play Store. So grab it and let it ride. What's up, everybody? This is Cameron Krog from Loyola Chicago Ramblers, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Shout out to the Broad Stop. Thank you, guys. Welcome to the college basketball experience daily show for Thursday, February 3rd. My name is Colby swinging database dead, AKA pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows double the price, but no one touches Dundee. I'm about to have another winning night. You know, I think we're waiting for some of these final scores, but I'm feeling confident. I had to do an early show last uh, yesterday because I was doing a stand-up show. So my apologies, but hopefully you got the SGPN app and got all these fire picks that I'm dealing with. All right. And speaking of fire, this guy, he's killing it on the locks. Give it up for farmer, farmer, JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating sideline kiss, stealing, wheeling and dealing. Patty C in the place to be. Hi, not killing her on the lot tonight. He's the kind of guy drink a gallon of gasoline so he could piss in your campfire. You could drop this guy off at the Arctic Circle wearing a pair of bikini underwear without his toothbrush, and tomorrow afternoon he's going to show up at your poolside with a million-dollar smile and a fistful of pesos. Boom! Million-dollar <laughs> smile and a fistful of pesos, Patty C. <laughs> well, what I don't understand about that quote is. Oh, there's a lot, but uh, the the first part. Well, I, well, I don't get <laughs> the, exactly. the kind of guy to drink a, a gallon of gasoline and piss in your campfire. Uh, <laughs> is that supposed to be an offensive thing to do? 
<laughs> I don't know. Why don't you give it a try, buddy? All right, all right. Third man in the booth. He's he's drank a gallon of gasoline and pissing many campfires. Uh, give give it up for the DFS God himself. Come play DraftKings with us, fools. All right, it's there every day at NC Nick on Twitter. But anyway, give it up for uh, the rooftop IPA drinking. Home brew making, tobacco road living, the free lock giving, former, former Herndon Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. What's up, guys? How we doing? Buddy, we are doing great because, well, first off, the groundhog didn't come out, guys. Six, six cold weather. Six more weeks of cold weather. All right. Uh, but the good thing is, is you're going to be sitting there for six weeks. You're going to watch college basketball because. Look, you need a good appetite for all these great games, and that's why. Good round, you're celebrating with your appetite. Bad round, you're losing. You're using your appetite to forget about the round. I'll tell you something about appetite. It's a real fucking great thing to have. There you go. Bobby Knight agrees, and we got an appetite for college basketball and the college basketball experience. So subscribe, tell a friend, and like I said, come play DraftKings with us, Patty C. Holy shit. Nick. I'm on board, baby. Nick, I, it I, only took us three years to get Patty yeah. C logged up in a draft. I game, had to double you, take uh, it. Look, look, look. <laughs> let, let me let me tell you guys something about uh, fantasy sports to me. A, I don't have the patience to go week in week out jerking off over some guy's stats. Okay, sorry about the. the, the, the all right. Okay. Next. We didn't need a visual. Yeah. Sorry. Um. Next. Uh. It, on sports that I love. That's like a, a, a game that almost takes away from the love that I have for that game. I love college basketball. I lo- I like college basketball. I'm getting into it more and more, but like what I had in the NBA as a kid was I would pour over the stat sheets and you know, I would know the players really well. There isn't really that in college basketball available or there wasn't when I was a kid as much. So now DraftKings is kind of like that. I feel like a kid playing and like mm. diving into mm. this game a little more. Fantasy sports, Patty. See, I don't know if you you noticed this, but in the past uh, 30 years, they've kind of taken over sports. <laughs> I did, and <laughs> I tried to play deal. like 20 <laughs> times and I was like this sucks. I'm sorry, I can't do week to week like Well, you don't NFL. have to with DraftKings. With DraftKings is perfect. With DraftKings DraftKings. Yeah. Uh, with DraftKings, <laughs> what you do is you just uh, click a little button. You join the college experience. And by the way, so look, Bozo's out there. You want to play? Come play. It's just for $2. We play two or $3 games. Look, come in there. It's drinking money. It's beer money. See if you can beat NC Nick. See if you can beat Pick Dundee. See if you can beat Patty C. All right. And some of our other DJ Nation out there that's doing this uh, at NC Nick on Twitter and also at the College Basketball Experience at TCE on SGPN. Come play. What the fuck you got going on with your life? All right. And what's great about this slate, guys, for Thursday? Well, first day I guess. Games. Yeah, we got day games. College basketball early in the day. We had it today with with Florida Missouri, a random day game that was a great game. Came down to the final uh, final shot of the game. Uh, actually, Florida got very fortunate to get that win. Um, so I guess before we hop into today's action, we'll recap a tiny bit going on right now. Um, Florida did beat Missouri. That was a big win for the Gators. They're uh, the epitome of a bubble team. So them beating Oklahoma state, beating uh, Missouri, very good. Uh, St. Louis took down George Mason in double overtime. I was on the wrong side of that one. That was one of my locks. Um, what else other, I mean, I think one of the biggest games of the day was Notre Dame beating Miami. Mm. Notre Dame responds from, from losing to Duke Catholics versus convicts on the hardwood. It's a shame. They don't play in football really. Well, no, once every 20 years, I feel like now, yeah. um, Nick ACC race getting interesting. I think Duke is going to just walk away with this Florida state lost to Clemson today. 
So what? Duke's in first place. Irish are in second place now, and Miami will be in third. I think uh, Notre Dame and Miami they are tied in second, if I'm not mistaken. I don't have the standings right up in front of me, but I think with Notre Dame's loss to Duke on uh, earlier in the week, I, I want to say they're tied now because they, they, so they they've each had at, at least in the loss column, I I think, but you know, there's, we still have what uh, four to five more weeks. So about, you know, eight to 10 more games. Uh, but yeah, Duke is in sole possession of the ACC right now. Um, now, obviously they got a tough game at UNC Saturday coming up, some more road games at UVA is coming up. I believe uh, there's an at Syracuse game coming up, but right now they're in the driver's seat, but it's still, you know, there's still probably four, at least four or five teams that at the end of the, the regular season, they could be champions. Yeah. Wake forest got the win tonight as well. So they're still in that. I got mix. the conference uh, standings pulled up Duke eight and two. Then you have three teams sitting at eight and three uh, Notre Dame, uh, Miami and North Carolina, and then wake forest at eight and four. So very tight race. It's fun. I mean, look, I know the ACC's down and I know NC Knicks cries crying about that over there in, in, in North Carolina, but <laughs> I actually think this is it's more fun that this year than because you're seeing Wake and Miami that were in Notre Dame. These teams a lot of these teams were projected deep. Like I'm talking bottom of the besides Boston College, like right there with Pitt. And they're now in, in contention. I, I look, normally it's always Carolina Duke. I mean, recently it's been Florida State and Virginia in the mix. So this is a breath of fresh air in the ACC. Nick, well, not 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 having to watch UVA basketball is also <laughs> a breath of fresh air, especially <laughs> this year. Holy shit! Look, where's Jack Salt when you need him? Right? <laughs> He's an athlete. <laughs> I never thought I'd say that. Right? <laughs> Did you ever think you'd miss seeing Jack Salt yeah. as your big man? When, when, when you got Francis Cafaro uh, stumbling, actually, he made a hell of a play. Jumped in front of a pass, went coast to coast, and just flushed it. Look, Tony Bennett develops his teams. Stay tuned. Hey, um, <laughs> maybe. Look, they're not out of it. Um, Purdue took care of Minnesota. That was NC Nixon. Lock, Kaching. Um, Xavier wins at home. It was a close game with Butler, but Xavier gets the win as they continue to do things. Arkansas is red hot right now. They destroyed Georgia by uh, 26. I'm so sick of listening to you sh- bash Eric Musselman. Tell me Arkansas is overrated. I locked Georgia today, you know, 10 and a half points thinking Arkansas is overrated. Listening to you. Well, I didn't lock it. Well, you're- <laughs> so maybe you should listen to me you, on that. You sprinkled right? the fairy dust on me. Um, well, look, the Arkansas is hot right now. They're figuring some things out. I can't wait for them to lose in the first round of the NCAA tournament. <laughs> um, Temple gets the win at ECU. I was on that. Temple, what? Don't look now. Temple played SMU close. That that was a tough loss for them. They were battling for second place. It knocked them back to fifth. Temple beats ECU in Greenville. A couple a couple key players for ECU were out. Uh, another one to watch in the Missouri Valley, Nick. I don't know if you've picked up on this. Northern Iowa's red hot lately. That was a lock that cashed for me against Bradley. They're currently third in the Missouri Valley. AJ Green, look, he came back from a broken hip. They struggled out the gate at a conference. The Panthers are a team to watch out for in the in the Missouri Valley. Yeah, definitely. I was actually on Bradley in that game too, because uh, Bradley's been you know relatively hot of late as well. So uh, and, you know, not only did Northern Iowa win, but they won by thirteen. So yeah, you know, very impressive. That was a Dundee lock, buddy. Um, Tulane uh, lost to Houston, played them well covered. Houston continues to be undefeated in the AAC. That's what's. Can we talk about that for a second? They lost two of their better players. Well, I mean, Marcus Sasser uh, is, I would think people would say that they would be, he would be the, the team's best player. Yeah. Now, now, 
losing that, I mean, guy averaged 15 points a game. You would think, okay, but then, then they lose. Who was it? Uh, it was a uh, Traymond Mark, I believe yeah. for the year. Those are two of their best, like three or four players. And they look like they don't miss a beat. Kelvin Sampson is doing an incredible we'll be job. At Louisville next year. Yeah. I mean, why would they not call him? Um, Nick, what do oh, you, they definitely should. I mean, for them to have that much depth as, you know, uh, a kind of a mid major, yeah, and to be able to, you know, suffer those two injuries and still play the kind of basketball they're playing, it is remarkable. And uh dude, they, they're just uh, they're a lockdown defensive team with athletes and you get a couple shooters out there like they had last year and, you know, they can get to the final four. Well, this kind of happened last year. Caleb Mills transfers like 10 games into the season. He was the preseason all AAC player of the year. He transferred out. You're thinking, "Damn, what a blow for Houston." They go to the final four. Calvin <laughs> Sampson. Imagine if they, ha- they have these guys. Yeah, I mean, uh, he's 66 years old. Did would Louisville take a shot on Calvin Sampson? You could probably get eight years out of him, ten years out of him. At Louisville, I feel like you go for the guy who's in his prime because you can always get yeah, an elite. So they so go for Eric Musselman. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I mean, pretty compelling stuff. Loyola Chicago got back on the winning side of things in the Missouri Valley. A big upset in the SoCon, and I was on it. Samford uh, took down Chattanooga by eight. Nick, the watch out. Samford's been a hard team to get a gauge on. They, they look you were great. on the money line there. No, 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 no. Okay. I, I took them with the points. <laughs> I was about to say, I did as well. Um, currently, Dayton is blowing out VCU. That's a bit shocking in the A10. Missouri State's taking care of business in this uh, against uh, Southern Illinois, and that that's. Can we talk about the Missouri Valley for a second? I think it's going to be very interesting down the stretch with Drake, Loyola, Missouri State, Bradley, and Northern Iowa. I think you're going to have a lot of carnage. I think it's. I don't think Loyola is on another level like we thought. I think They're definitely not this yeah. year. Yeah, that's going to be a fun race because yeah, you know, in the last few years or so, it was really just Loyola Chicago. Maybe Drake last year. Those, those two kind of went back and forth, but this year there's a, probably four teams there at least. That uh, you know may have something to say about who's the regular season champion and the conference champion. So that that league is definitely going to be fun to watch here. Yeah, yeah. Sir. I feel like that's four teams and then everyone else. Yeah. I don't think I'm including Bradley in that mix right I now. I think Bradley should be though. That was at Northern Iowa. Northern Iowa traditionally years past. It's a tough place to go and grab a win. Bradley. Well, we'll see when if Northern Iowa has to go to Bradley. I think that might be a game. Well, there. it's funny you should mention that because. Their home records, they're all, I mean, Bradley's in that mix with an elite home record, but the, the road records of the top four teams, six and one, five and one, five and three, five and three. And then the rest of the league is two and six or worse on the road. So yeah, it's, it's about the home court environment. Yeah, it is. Uh, Nick, did you, you, UIC is going to, I, I meant to talk about this UIC and Belmont are joining the Missouri Valley next year. They lose Loyola, but they add yeah. UIC and Belmont. That'll be interesting to see. Um, other games today. Syracuse is currently up three on NC State, but still three minutes left. Um, Virginia Tech's taking care of Georgia Tech. They're up sixteen. Uh, Wisconsin is down what seven to Illinois, which is actually I locked up Wisconsin plus seven, so uh, that's pending for me. Oklahoma State, K State are tied up, and right now Marquette's giving it to Villanova, but it's, it's still the first half. But uh, that's shocking because I have Nova. But um, overall. That, I mean, how about that? If Marquette sweeps, if Marquette's with Providence winning at St. John's yesterday, if Marquette sweeps Villanova, it's huge. You got to think Providence has got to walk away with it, right? Uh, you know, they might. And I mean, but talk about Marquette here, you know, they weren't, they weren't expected to do anything this year. And the fact that 
they're sitting at finally as a ranked team. Now they just cracked the top 25 and I was, you know, just, you know, for shits and giggles, I was looking today at some odds to make the final four. Marquette has a chance to do that. I'm telling you right now. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Don't play that Eagle ever again. Plus, plus 2,500 to make the final four. They're one of the teams I'm going to have a column dropping here pretty soon on the sports gambling podcast network.com. And it's going to have some favorites, to make the final four and Hold also on. some long Hold shots. On. Sports gambling podcast.com. Not network oh, okay. sports gambling pod, or get the SGPN app. All of NC Nick's articles on the SGPN app. You can download it for free at the app there store, Google play nice store. Plug. Yeah. Colby's a professional, not me, <laughs> uh, but it's easy Marquette, to see a tide turn. <laughs> Marquette is one of the teams. One of the long shots I think is interesting, especially at plus 2,500. You know, uh, Kramer was asking me here at the SGPN studios yesterday. We were talking and I was saying how I really like this year's Texas tech team. Yeah. I think Texas tech, I think it's the best team they've ever had. I know that's crazy. Cause they went to the, the, they went, I think this team is deeper. I think there's more scoring options. Now, obviously everything matters with, with the way you get, uh, you know, you seated the, what, what, you know, whatever that ends up being for them, matchups are a big deal. But I, and I was telling this to, to you last Saturday, I said, man, there's like 12 or 14 teams more. Normally I feel like you have the, the group at like five or six that you think, Oh, could really win the national championship Yeah, or, or play for the national championship. I think this year it's at like 14 or 15. And the weird thing yeah. is, is there's not like tier one and tier two within that group. It's like, I mean, usually you have two tiers of teams that they m- likely to win the championship and maybe could, this is like, it feels like everyone, it is a great year for college basketball. I feel like, I feel like it, it reminds me of somewhat like the, in the nineties. Cause I think like what it, could you right now, if Kentucky played UCLA, who do you feel is better? Would mm, would you go UCLA? I, I, yeah, full, fully healthy. I would lean UCLA. I almost wouldn't. I think I would, but but not by much. I think that's a like that's a game that I expect to be sixty seven, sixty five with you know two minutes left. Yeah. So here's what usually happens: come NCAA tournament, you know, usually the cream eventually rises to the top, and you're going to have probably the championship game will probably be two teams that are somewhere between like a one and a four seed, but there's definitely going to be one team in the final four that surprises everybody. That could definitely be Texas tech. Uh, my problem with, I, I don't even Raiders, think that'd be a surprise this year. Yeah, actually right now, I mean, right now their odds make the final four are plus six fifty. There's probably like 10 teams above them. Uh, you know, that are more favored to get there you know, to get to uh, New Orleans. But my problem with Texas tech is that they're just not that great offensively. You look at them, uh, three point shooting, 227th in Ken Palm, free throw shooting, 254th. They turn the ball over too much, 239th. They're great on defense. And I like a lot of the pieces, you know, and I think they could go far. They could surprise some folks. But, but don't but I you think they think? Have, they, uh, hold on. I think they have a ceiling because of they are somewhat limited scoring wise. See, but I actually think those stats are diluted. They had a bunch of players injured. They had a bunch of players injured. I mean, Terrence Shannon, Kevin McCuller, they missed several games. I'm talking a decent amount of Bryson Williams missed some games. They, they, they've, they, I, it, that's, what's so impressive of them winning. It's like next man up to me. I, I think yes. Okay. Maybe you're, there's some truth to that, but I also think those numbers aren't fully accurate because of how many uh, Terrence Shannon's I, played I, 11 games. I'd say if you look at every team in the top 25, the only team that, that I can think of that's been re- relatively healthy is Auburn. I think every team has either missed games due to COVID 
or there seems like there's been more injuries this year. I think if you go team by team, every team has a couple guys that miss some games. So it may not be as diluted as you think. Well, they also play in the Big Twelve. Well, you know, it's you know these Ken Palm numbers are adjusted numbers. He takes into to to a consideration uh, strength of schedule. Yeah. Well, didn't they have Miami ranked like eighty fifth? I don't I don't buy all these numbers. Let me ask you <laughs> this: what, what was your take on uh, Texas Tech booing Chris Beard? Love it. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when Texas is dealing them this blow. Yeah. Fucking bring that shit on, man! Like. What do you mean? He just took them to the I'm national not, championship I, two years I ago. I disagree with you. I Why g- agree leave? completely. Independent of what you thought, I thought that's kind of fucked up. But then no. I said, you know what? No. I love it. I love it. You know, at, at the same time, I don't blame Chris Beard for leaving since he is a Texas guy. He went to college there, right? Oh, sure. Yeah, but at the same time, so he he's got to realize respect the boo birds, and he's got to re- sure. Mean, yeah, exactly. I don't think he was complaining. I didn't hear a com- you know complaints. But, <laughs> yeah. Would they boo him as much? Had Texas not done what they're doing to the Big Twelve? No, but that's not yeah. that's not Beard's fault. I know, I know, but I'm just saying. Um, yeah, rain right those now, booze down right on now, Texas ass. deserves every everything. I agree. Yeah, that. So uh, okay. Well, look. Uh, before we get to today's action, I want to tell you that the college basketball experience is brought to you by WinBet. WinBet's now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, Arizona, and coming soon to Louisiana. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today, bet ten dollars, and get two hundred dollars in free bets. Download the WinBet app now, or visit WinBet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com, and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy has a $100,000 guaranteed contest for the big game, plus a 100% instant deposit match at ThriveFantasy.com. Promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can you know, play f- free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as fifteen grand on one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a free to play app that lets you bet on all your favorite NFL player props for a chance to win awesome prizes. Download the app today over at BetterFantasy.com/sgpn. We're also brought to you by. Us, yes, the SGPN app that I was just talking about. NC Nick's great articles, right? Our free picks, our podcast, all of that available on the SGPN app, which you can download for free from the App Store or Google Play Store today. So grab that thing and let it ride. All right. Here we go. I want to ask you this before we d- jump into today's action. Are you buying into Providence now, Nick? As what? As a regular season champion? No, I'm talking about before you were a skeptic. Could they be one of those final four teams? I wonder what their odds are. I didn't see them on the list. They're they're probably pretty far down. Why not? Like I said, there's going to be at least one, if not two, surprise teams that makes it that far. Pro- probably a four the- seed on bracketology right now. Yeah. Okay. So, that, but they will be a surprise. I mean, Providence has hasn't made it. You know, past. They haven't made it to the Sweet Sixteen, and God knows how long. I mean, they have they they've never won a Big East regular season. I mean, this, uh, this is one of their best. I mean, at some point though, I mean, they've only lost twice, sure. right? And they play in one of the toughest conferences in the country. So yeah, why not? Like I said, someone's gonna have to do it, and you know, they will be a four seed, but it's gonna be a low percentage of people that have 
Providence penciled in to the, to the uh, final four. So why not them? And, and, sure. right, and right now, Joe Lenardi, just to go through his last eight in are Loyola, Chicago, Seton hall, North Carolina, San Francisco, San Diego state, Florida, Creighton, Wyoming. Now that's before Florida came back and got this win today. Florida almost lost that game. Um, the first that's some, da- that's some dangerous teams on that list, man. I mean, Wyoming being the the sixty eighth team in is crazy to me. They're really good. Yeah, <laughs> like um, the first four out. I'll give him uh, just to just so you know, he has West Virginia right on the outside of the bubble. He has Oregon. He has Mississippi State. He has Florida State. Uh, the mm-hmm. next four, he has Notre Dame, UAB, SMU, and VCU. So Notre Dame's win tonight. This is before what happened tonight. Yeah, Notre Dame. Maybe uh, you know, with that, that's a huge win there. Um, maybe playing themselves into the NCAA tournament. VCU also uh, lost to Dayton tonight, so maybe that changes a few things. When was the last time Notre Dame uh, made the tournament? A couple years ago. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't that long yeah. ago. Bray took them to a Sweet Sixteen or Elite Eight. I feel like was that with yeah, the, they lost to Kentucky. Connaughton? Yeah, they lost to Kentucky. You're right. And they had who? Pat Connaughton. It was after that. After that, yeah, they had who was their best player on that team? I I don't know. I'd have to let me ask you guys a question. Is that does Ed Cooley look like Bunk Moreland from The Wire? Is anyone else I seeing, see seeing that a little, a little bit? A little bit. A little bit. Not that, not that much. Um. All right. Let's hop into the, today's action. Uh. Look, we don't have lines on every single game yet, but Liberty is at Blarmine. Uh. At ten thirty a.m. on the West, one thirty on the East. I mean, Liberty's going to run away with this, right? But I mean, is eighth in the A Sun, thirteen and nine. Liberty, fifteen and seven, first in the A Sun. Um, I'm just my point here is what monitor for the line. You're going to have day college basketball games to bet on. We also have Tennessee Tech, Moorhead State, at eleven a.m. Um, on the West. That's two on the East. I do have a line on this one. Moorhead State is minus eleven. Uh, I'm going to take Moorhead State, second in the Ohio Valley Conference, and although they burned me a couple games ago when they be- they needed like overtime to beat Southeast Missouri State, I think I think the play is to take uh, Moorhead State here. Nick, what are you doing? Yeah, I agree. Moorhead is not as good as they were last year, but those Tennessee schools, whether it's Tennessee Tech, Tennessee State, Tennessee Martin. <laughs> I swear they're never any good. So uh, I think, especially at home, I think Moorhead State can cover this. I'm not gonna lock it up or anything because Moorhead has been up and down this year. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go to uh, to Phil Sims's uh, alma mater there. <laughs> there you go, Patty C. Phil Sims is a guy who's probably not in favor of Moorhead. How, how you doing uh, with Moorhead <laughs> State? I had to guess. Yeah. Uh, well, this game's at Moorhead State. They're ten and zero at home. Give me the Eagles, baby. There you go. Uh, another daytime game. This is fantastic. This is great that we have all these day games. Eastern Michigan's at Ohio. Ohio's currently laying 15 and a half points. And guys, I uh, don't mind if I do. I can't wait. I'm locking this thing up. Ohio is legit. I think it's actually a damn shame that the Mac is only going to probably get one team in the NCAA tournament because Ohio and Toledo. I'm sold. I am sold on both those teams as being good basketball teams that des- probably de- are deserving of being in, in, in a, a gigantic tournament. Um, anyone else want to lock it up with me? It's a lot of points. I almost want to go Eastern Michigan, 15 and a half. Ohio sitting there at 17 and three Eastern Michigan, only eight and 12. Yeah. But Eastern Michigan one and nine on the road. 
Ohio, eleven and one at home. Their one loss to Toledo. All right. Ohio also. You swayed me on a twenty-four. Just beat Ball State by twenty-four. Your boys. You've been the biggest Ball State fan, in, you know, on this side of the Mississippi. <laughs> Damn right. Not only did they beat Ball State by twenty-four recently, they also beat Buffalo at Buffalo by twenty-one, at Miami by twenty-three, and Eastern Michigan has lost six of their last eight games. I'm on o- Ohio, but the the big numbers scared me off a little bit. I don't have as much. Faith in the Bobcats as you do. I'll take Ohio. I'm not going to bet it. Ohio and Toledo should be in the NCAA tournament this year, Nick. They're both very good. The, the, um, it's a it's it's a crime if they're not. Uh, another day game. We get Kennesaw State at Eastern Kentucky. Now I, I don't have a line on this one yet, but I will say this: in the A Sun, Kennesaw State, if they want to stay, they're coming off a bad loss to Liberty, a really bad loss that me and NC Nick locked up. Uh, they're third in the A Sun, so a big opportunity here uh, for them to to stay at the top on the road, taking on Eastern Kentucky. Don't have a line, but just another day game uh, over here on the West, at least two two p.m. on the on the West, five p.m. on the East. Uh, then we get Delaware Drexel. I do have a line on this one. CAA action. Delaware's laying five. Man, I actually think this is a tough game to, to cap. So I think Drexel's good, good enough to cover this, but I also I feel like Delaware's the better team. I'm gonna ride with the Blue Hens at home. I don't love this play. I'm laying the five. Nick, same thing. Uh, Delaware slightly better team at home, only laying five. Definitely lean in that direction. But uh, these games can get kind of crazy in this conference here, so I'm not gonna bet it or lock it up. Delaware's 284th. I'm sorry. Uh, Drexel is 284th. In the nation on defense, not mm. good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna be betting uh, Delaware's fantasy players. I'll say that. There much. you go. There <laughs> you go. Uh, St. John's, uh, Patty C. Do you, are you going Delaware, or Drexel? I'm going Delaware too. I mean, Drexel seems like these are two teams that haven't dialed in enough to really be able to, you know, break down in depth. But uh, D- Drexel seems like more the basketball school, but Delaware. Has Malik just, Rose. There you go. There you go. San Antonio NBA champion, but Delaware seems like the far better team this year. So five seems very doable at home. St. John's is at Georgetown. There's a long, long uh, history here as a great rivalry. I know Georgetown's just six and 13 and Patrick Ewing probably going to be coaching the Seattle Sonics next year. Um, <laughs> washed up as a coach. Yeah, That's just yeah. where it goes when he's washed up um, uh, <laughs> six and 13 St. John's. Now here's, here's the, what I find interesting here. Okay. I, I took Georgetown in the points against Seton hall. They covered barely, but that game was close. Georgetown's one and nine in their last 10, right? They've lost nine in a row, but at the same yeah. time, St. John's is one and five on the road and three and seven in their last 10, something has to give. I just think the better team will prevail. I think Mike Anderson and company, I'm going to lay the four and a half with St. John's Nick. What are you doing? I hate to do it, but I agree with you again. I mean, these uh, two teams played with two or three weeks ago. St. John's won at home, 88 69. We know St. John's has been an awful road team the last few years. Uh, they finally got the monkey out the back this year and beat uh, what Seton Hall on the road, I believe it was. Yeah. I think this is their second road win coming up. I think they get this and they beat Georgetown and uh, Patrick Ewing is soon to be fired. Yeah. I mean, and, and some of these stats that, that St. John's it's almost amazing. They're seventh in the country in pace. They're fourth in assist. They're 10th in steals. They got a lot of good stats, but then at the same time, you're like, okay, well, they turn the ball over at a, at a crazy rate. They're 207th in the country in turnovers. Um, 
they're just a weird team. They're a terrible free throw shooting team. They're almost the worst free throw shooting team in the country. 338th. That's horrible. Um, and they don't shoot the three particularly well either. Patty C, what are you doing here? I mean, I don't know. They've been fighting pretty hard. Uh, granted, they're on a, what did you say, a nine game losing streak here? Yeah. But uh, of their last five, three were against ranked teams. They they performed pretty admirably against those in a row. And then uh, against Butler and Seton Hall uh, recently, kept it kind of close too. They're getting better. They're just not there. And I think St. John's is a bad enough team. They're one and six on the going road. Going Hoyas. I'm going Hoyas wow. with the points. Getting getting four and a half here. Wow. Yeah, um, um, let me ask you this though, Nick, did Ewing's NCAA tournament birth last year buy him another year? You know, I think it all depends on what they do this year. And if things don't get better quickly, the year that was bought was this year. <laughs> you Perhaps, know, yeah. uh, it probably didn't buy a multiple years, especially if they're just in, if they continue this tailspin, which they're in right now. And I don't know. It doesn't look like things are going to get any better. We, we, uh, we were talking about this on the college football experience. Subscribe to the college football experience. We just dropped an episode talking about this. He was a dinosaur when it came to the transfer portal, they lost Wahab. They lost James Akinyo. They lost several players. I'm forgetting. There's more than that, that, that Mac McClung. Yeah. I mean, they lost a ton of players and I think that's burning him right now. We might see the same in college football in the next year or two, because college basketball seems to be ahead of college basketball or uh, college football with the, with the, the transfer portal. It seems like college football is just starting. They're just starting to get educated on this college basketball. It's happened for a couple of years. Georgetown's one of those teams to me that really uh, just lost a ton of key players and just were, you know, they, they weren't aggressive out, out getting transfers to come in either. So I would refer you to the 24 seven transfer portal rankings for college basketball, but they do not appear to exist yet because college basketball is such a shit show. Presumably (laughs) yeah. when the the transfer transfer portal. portal, Yeah. 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 Well, uh, trust me, that's happening in college football as well. So, uh, okay. Next up we got, uh, we got what this is a interesting game. We got sunbelt action. Troy is getting seven points at Georgia state. I'm sorry, six and a half right now. Um, I think the play is to take Troy plus a six and a half. I, I, I get it. Georgia state was a, a team that I think coming into the season, a lot of people had winning the sunbelt. They're eight and nine. They're 10th in the sunbelt. Meanwhile, Troy 14 and seven fourth in the sunbelt. Now the road test could be tough. Um, Georgia state just four and six in their last 10 Troy's seven and three in their last 10. And they're also five and five on the road. I'm going to take Troy plus the points. Nick, what are you doing? I am torn on this. I think Georgia state kind of turned a corner last week. They got two road wins against the uh, Louisiana sunbelt schools, Lafayette and Monroe. Uh, so I think they're getting better and they're coming back at home, but it's probably a couple too many points. I'll get cute and say Georgia state wins, but Troy covers. So uh, I suppose I'm with you go Troy Trojans. What, what, what am I missing here? Troy is 14 and seven, five and three in conference. Georgia state is eight and nine, two and four in conference. And they're favored by six points. I think Georgia state is the team that in the preseason, like I said, they were projected to, to play for a potential, you know, the NCAA tournament. They were one of those at the top of the sunbelt. Now that and traditionally they've been a power in the sunbelt. Yeah. So uh, I would say that's probably it. And the fact that they've been playing better ball over the past couple of games, what have you done for me lately? Give me Troy and lock it up. 
Whoa, locking it up. Let me just give you some type of music for that. Um, no, 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 that's our triple lock. I can't give you that. Yeah. All right. Give Don't me get uh, excited over there. here. I'll give you the, uh, what, what kind of, what kind of music do I got going on? Just give me some shit. That works. I don't know if I deserve all that, but <laughs> um, all right. We got in the staying in the sunbelt, South Alabama, Georgia, Southern South Alabama is laying two and a half on the road. This is South Alabama is the third currently in third place in the sunbelt, uh, Georgia Southern ninth. Both teams have a winning record. Uh, Georgia Southern's won two in a row. They're five and two at home where meanwhile, South Alabama is three and five on the road. What are you doing here? Nick? I think I lean Georgia Southern. I've been wrong about South Alabama all year. I mean, they were kind of like Georgia state where I thought they were going to be a lot better this season. Uh, I mean, overall they're still, you know, 15 and six. That's not too shabby. They're five and three in conference. Uh, you know, maybe they're finally getting better as well and trying to be, you know, the team I thought they were to begin the season. So I want to go with the road team with this one, go South Alabama. I'll say this Georgia Southern is one of the worst three point shooting teams in the country. That might be one of the reasons why you want to fade them, but uh, Hey, they're, they're good defensively. So I'm going to take a chance on Georgia Southern Eagles. Do I got to man? I, I got to didn't realize how huge of a factor home court advantage is here. There you go. Go College athletics, buddy. It really is. It really, I mean, despite South Alabama being a huge, like uh, a much better team in the standings, the fact that Georgia Southern's at home, I'm, I I haven't really, uh, they're five and two at home on the season, right? I haven't accounted for how big of an advantage this is in college basketball. Well, buddy, you better start thinking about yours. All right. Who are you taking? Uh, My initial thought was Georgia Southern, but I'm switching to South Alabama. Switch in the South Alabama. After next. that whole spiel about uh, home home court advantage being important, well, two, and a, <laughs> two and a half points. Come on, I mean, yeah, uh, I okay. mean, I guess I'm a hypocrite here. Yeah, I mean, you you just come on, been that my get whole your life. shit together, Let's boy. Go. All right, uh, Towson is at Hofstra. Nice little CAA matchup here, and this is one with major implications. Towson currently in second place in the CAA, while Hofstra's in fourth. I feel like Hofstra's the better team. Hofstra's at home; they're laying three. This line opened at two and a half. I think Towson's going to beat them. I think Towson is the better team. Now Towson beat them back on January 11th in Towson, Maryland. Now this is in Hempstead, New York. I'm all over Hofstra here. And I think we should consider locking this one. Hofstra minus three is the play. Nick Hofstra minus three is the play. Um, there are two relatively, I guess, equal programs. I think Towson might be a, a hair better this year, actually. But the fact that they are at home to, to just, you know, go into what Patty C was just saying, Towson, like going- se- uh, I'm sorry, uh, Hofstra seven and zero at home. There you Ooh. go. Make it eight. No, there you go. And don't forget Hofstra is a team that took Houston to overtime. They should have beat Houston. Speedy Clacks is doing a good job. In there it one. is. I wouldn't touch this one with the 10 foot pole, but give me Hofstra. There you go. Wayne Corbett's alma mater. Uh, James Madison shitting the bed lately. The CAA is, is I wanted JMU to win the CAA so that the top seed couldn't get in there's cause the CAA is just bastards much like what other conference was that, that just did that. The Stony Brook uh, was uh, uh, American East. Was yeah. It? The AE. No. Yeah. Uh, was it? Yeah. Yeah. It was the AE there in uh, second, they're in second place and they're not going to get a chance to play What a crock of shit. And they yeah. deem this in the middle of the year. Yeah. It's ridiculous. The NCAA should have some type of protocol where you can't fucking That's ridiculous. do that. It's ridiculous. Um, JMU is at Northeastern. 
I know NC Knicks. He's excited about this one. Northeastern having an awful year, which is very uncharacteristic. They have one of the better programs over the past decade in the CAA. Nick, they're just Northeastern's just four and five at home. JMU is three and one on the road. Northeastern's zero oh and ten in their last ten games. They've lost eleven in a row. But at the same time, JMU has lost two in a row. They're five and five in their last ten, and they've kind of had some 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 real blemishes against some teams that you say, what, uh, what I mean is they lost, they got blown out by Delaware. They lost to Drexel. They, they got blown out by Elon. I, I think JMU's the better team, but for some reason I'm taking Northeastern. I'm, <laughs> I'm laying the two, the line smells to me too. JM, uh, JMU will, should be a favorite. I will definitely agree that JMU has been up and down and inconsistent and, and lately has been more down than up. They did just knock off college of Charleston last week at home. That's a nice victory. And Northeastern is just straight trash this year. Not only have they lost 11 straight, but, but they're also one in nine against the spread in conference games. So uh, I'm going to take James Madison. I'm going to lock up the Dukes. Oh. Hold that music because we got another one coming down oh, the pipe. Are you locking this one too? I am locking this one, despite the fact that JMU has been pedestrian and conference play. This just seems like a little bit of disrespect. Why is Northeastern favored, guys? Uh, that's a great question. Why would you see that? This just reeks to me. It just reeks to me. You would think if you're setting this line, I would put it at like JMU minus four. Yeah, it's a big fucking swing. What do they know that I don't know? I mean, two of their recent losses have come by one point out of their last. Uh, they, they've lost. They've lost four of their last five, but two of those were by one point. They're not that far from being decent uh, lately. Let me also say this: this is unrelated, but we're sitting here at five and zero against teams in Virginia. Okay, I just want to point this out: we beat George Mason. Sorry, Nick. We beat UVA. We beat Radford. <laughs> We beat William and Mary, or is it just four and them? I think there was one. Oh, oh, to you. We beat them too. So yeah, five and zero oh in the state of it. We pretty much own the state. Sorry, sorry, everyone else. Uh, but yeah, lock it up. I'm going to take Northeast. What, what, what do you say? I'll say this. I'll say you know yeah, the line is off, but Vegas has been off on Northeastern all year long. You know, I mean, they haven't covered a game since January 9th. They are well, like, like one in ten or one in thirteen ATS. You know, so. Th- they were they were laying points against UNCW on the, on January twenty fourth, you know, and and they got beat uh, by fourteen, you know. So they've been off pretty much all year. So I'm not surprised they're still off, you know. So I, I, I just think someone in Vegas team. went to Northeastern. <laughs> uh, look though, why they, don't you triple lock that you son now, of a gun? I'm on Northeastern. Oh, Fuck wow. you guys. You guys are in the wrong. Look. It's easy to see a tide turn. Mm-hmm. Look at this at Towson, the Towson team, the Knicks ready to crown national champions. Uh, Northeastern lost by three. All right. Uh, they played, they played Delaware lost by six. They played uh UNCW. They lost by six and they lost by five. They're not that far off from turning that corner. They get it done. Mm. They get it done mm. at home. Here we go. Let's go with Northeastern. Uh, next up we got college of Charleston at William and Mary. This line opened at six and a half. It's down to six. So I guess a little money coming in on, on William and Mary, William and Mary, I think is one of the, the complete crazy stories in college basketball. Cause they were awful in November and December. And then all of a sudden they started winning when the conference play started. They said, Oh, we know how to at least be decent. 
They're five and seventeen. They're coming off of a win, a four point win against Elon. They played College of Charleston tough what a week ago. I want William and Mary plus six. I think I think they can hang in this game. I get it. Their offense has been dog shit. They're three hundred and third in field goal percentage, but there's something about the way they've been playing lately. They turn the ball over at a ridiculous rate, but I just think this team has been chippy ever since CAA play has started. I'm on William and Mary plus six. Fringe lock potential here. Fringe lock potential. Nick, what are you doing here? I don't believe these fringe locks. I'm gonna go ahead and lock it up. Oh, yeah. oh, oh. Hit it. Hit me with that music. Oh. <laughs> a week ago they lost at College of Charleston by one. This is a revenge game. They're home. And how many points I'm getting? Seven and a half? Six. Six. I'm seeing seven and a half on uh on, on ESPN, but wow. so you know. Take a look around here, but I'm seeing seven and a half right now. So it's a um, big jump. And this game's <laughs> in uh, Williamsburg. Seven and a half. I agree. I will lock it up. If yeah, seven I'll and a half. I will lock. lock that up. I see it at six, and I'll I'll go with you, Nick. I will second that. At six, I'm not locking it. I I'm believe thinking about locking in the tribe. Look, how about that? <laughs> Actually, how about all right? I'm in. I'm in. We haven't done this in a while. You know, let's cash moves everything. Oh, there you go. Triple lock, William and Mary. Let me tell you this. This is a team that took a supposedly offensive name in the William and Mary Indians and figured it out. William and Mary tribe. No one's offended by it. Everyone loves it. Right. And they didn't have to completely change the mojo of their team into something completely (laughs) generic. I still believe no one's offended by the Redskins besides like 20, 20 uh, journalists, white guys, politicians and journalists. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, but it happened. All right. The Redskins are done. Now they're the commandos, um, <laughs> the commies. Yeah. The reds. If they you couldn't will. even say commandos, which would be much cooler. Cause it'd be a homage to the greatest movie of all time. Commando. <laughs> um, and, uh, UNC Wilmington is at Elon guys. Elon is uh well, no, I'm sorry. UNC Wilmington is a one. Actually I'm seeing it at even right now. It's at a pick. If they were the commandos, it's at a they'd pick be awesome. right now. <laughs> it's at a pick. I'm sorry guys. Uh, anyone want to join me on this lock before I play my fucking amazing Dundee music? I'm with you again, man. I'm betting heavy in the uh, colonial uh, on Thursday. <laughs> there you go. Patty C you want to join us on this UNC Wilmington play? What was the, I can't even find They're that. the greatest team in college basketball. Cause I've made so much fucking money off the Seahawks of Wilmington over the past two weeks. And Patty C do I need to tell you that this yeah, they've only won 12 games in a row. Oh snap. Well, I can't lock every single game. And since I didn't pick it off the top, <laughs> I'm not going to lock it now. Can't lock every single game. All right. I I've known people to, to bet every single game. Um, I'm locking it. Nick's locking it. Double lock. Do I got to find some type of music for that? Let's go with uh, this. Yes. Talk about taking off on teams. UNCW. Nine and O ATS in in conference. Yeah, they are. They've been way off on on UNC Wilmington. Western Kentucky is at Charlotte. This is a this is a good game. It's a good game in the CUSA. It's at Charlotte. Western Kentucky is a one and a half point favorite. Man, call me crazy, but I'm thinking about locking this one. I'm not. I'm not gonna do it. Get the SGPN app. See if I change my opinion in the next 24 hours. 
I'm going to take Charlotte plus one and a half. Sprinkle some on the money line. They, wrong team favorite. If I was setting this line, I would have said in Charlotte. If it's at Western Kentucky, okay, then I then I then this makes sense. At Charlotte, I think Charlotte should be the like a two point favorite against Western Kentucky. Wrong team favorite. What are you doing here, Nick? I can see your point there, but even though Western Western Kentucky's lost five in a row, I think they're just due for a win. They're not that bad. I, I actually I think they're going to go on the road and get this W. I'm going to go Hilltoppers. You know, Charlotte is eight and one at home. Western Kentucky one and five on the road. Nick, I like it. Good stat, but I this is this is a, a gut call here. No one walks into Dale F. Halton Arena and gets a win. All right, <laughs> I'll uh, ride Forty Niners with you. Forty Niners, buddy. Tink, tink, clit, clit, clit. Um, okay, <laughs> Southern Mississippi. The days of Clarence Weatherspoon. Oh man, do they miss those days? They are at the airport of Florida International, a team that burned us a week ago. We took the airport, we locked them up on the road. What was that at UTEP? I think it was Nick. Um, uh, I think at UTSA. Oh, at UTSA, yeah, that's what it was. Uh, the airport is laying seven and a half points. Man, that's a lot of points. Southern misses dog shit though. That's a lot of points. Gun to my head. I don't. I don't like this one. I don't. I don't advise my clients to bet this one. But if you're, if you're just, if you feel like you got to bet this game, uh, first off, I love you. Second of all, take the airport. Let's, 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 you know, have a safe landing into your bank account. Uh, what are you doing here? Patty C I went FIU, but I will say this Southern Miss you, you referenced, uh, who is it? Clarence uh, Weatherspoon, Clarence Weatherspoon, uh, his teammate, Dallas Dale was my first favorite college teammate. Good for eight and eight back in the early or late eighties. And dribbled through his legs every time he dribbled the balls. Hence how he became <laughs> my favorite go. basket. He was the uh, white chocolate before white chocolate. That is true. That is true. Okay, hold on. Should we lock this one, guys? You know, it's not bad. It's not a, that bad of an idea. It look, FIU is zero and eight on the road. That's what they I was about to say. Twelve and one at home. F and the airport. You know, the, yeah, the airport is is great at home. Should we lock this? Just recently, you know, the last two home games they beat Marshall and they beat Western. Con- Western Kentucky at home. You know, those are two, you know, good basketball teams. Uh, earlier in the year, they took down Florida Gulf coast at home, beat North Florida pretty easily. They're they're a much better home team and Southern miss is pretty much trash. Definitely taking FIU. All right. I'll steal your slogan fringe lock. Yes. There you go. Uh, I think Tide turning, I, see, as I remember, I was raised in the desert, but tides kind of turn. It's easy to see a tide turn. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is he saying there? I love it. He's Sh- a freaking genius. Shout out to George W. Um, all right, next up, we got Detroit at Wright State. Wright State's laying four and a half. Mike Davis took Indiana to the national championship. Which was an accomplishment, but can he go into right state and get a dub? <laughs> Dayton, Dayton, Ohio. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> can he go into right Ohio? <laughs> can he be right by the Detroit fan base and grab well, this win? We we were in Dayton a couple of years ago, and not a lot has gone right in downtown Dayton recently. <laughs> uh, yeah, unfortunately. Don't worry, Martin Sheen was born there. They can keep owning that. Um. I, I'm going to take Wright State minus four and a half. I think it's, yeah, it's four and a half at the moment. They're open to four. I'm I'm still laying the points in Wright State. I, I maybe at six I would consider Detroit. Four and a half. Give me Wright State. Nick, 
It's a tough game. I think Wright State maybe slightly better and at home. I'll lay the points. Patty C. Give me the Titans, baby. Detroit Mercy all the way. Oh man. You know Detroit though. Three and ten on the road. Three and ten on the road. Mm. Don't matter. But they've won three in a row. So maybe you're right. But no one walks into the Nutter Center and gets a win. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Rule rule of thumb there. (laughs) Next up, we got Oakland at Northern Kentucky. And don't look now, guys. This is a legit matchup in the Horizon League. Oakland first place, 16 and 5. Northern Kentucky, fourth place, but coming on strong. Couple a couple they've won five in a row. The Norse. They're at home. They're eight and three. I mean, they're this is a big game in the Horizon League. Man, Oakland's laying two and a half. I'm gonna take Oakland because I think they're the better basketball team. And I think this is a fringe lock p- potential play here. The only thing scary to me is how hot the Norse have been lately. Patty C, what are you doing here with the with the Norse and Oakland? I'm all over Oakland, man. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, yeah, maybe, maybe uh, Northern Kentucky has been a little hot lately. Give me the Grizzlies. I just feel like they're a more reliable team over the course of the season. Nick, look, Oakland is the class of the horizon, but that doesn't mean they're going to win every conference game. Northern Kentucky within the last week, they've knocked off Cleveland state and Wright state at home. I think there's a little magic going on in Northern Kentucky. And I think they're going to beat Oakland here too. I'm calling for the upset. Wow. I like it. I like it going with George Clooney's alma mater. Um, I'm going to skip through because some of these lines, some of these games, we don't have lines on. All right. So let's hop over Wichita state at SMU SMU is laying six. Is this the game? Wichita state comes to play. Man, I think SMU is the better team, but I think the line is somewhat accurate on what I would put it at. I'm gonna lean SMU. No, I'm not. I'm taking Wichita plus a six. Nick, what are you doing? So this are this is a back-to-back uh, series here. Uh, this first one is at SMU, right? Yes, correct. And then Saturday it's at Wichita. I'm gonna go SMU here. I think they are the better team. I think Wichita is not nowhere near as good on the road. Um, talk to me Saturday. Cause maybe this is one of those scenarios where, you know, you flip flop. I'll take SMU. This go, this go around. I'm probably taking Wichita come Saturday. Patty C you're right. SMU 11 at home. I guess I'll go SMU. Wow. Okay. Iowa at Ohio state guys, Ohio state's laying five and a half. I'm on Ohio state, even though Iowa, Iowa's had some tough breaks recently. Um, yeah, give me Ohio State minus the five and a half. Actually, you know what? I'm I'm in on the lock too. I'm in on the lock. Nick, what are you doing here? Yeah, lock it up too, man. I just think uh, I was is struggling right now. They've lost three or four. Their defense is uh, 109th in the country, uh, and you know uh, uh, Ohio State losing that a heartbreaker um, to uh, who was it? It was Purdue recently. Yes, Jaden Ivy. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I like the bounce back spot for the Buckeyes at home. I think they can cover the five. Patty C. It's not that many points. I mean, Iowa was so nice earlier this season that I would, and Ohio State had some clunkers, but I think given how hot each team is, respective to each other, I think Ohio State's the play at home. You want to lock it with us? I do not. Coward. Uh, all right, me and me and NC Nick will lock it up there. Just uh, play some Dundee music. Okay. Uh, look, I, I got to mention this game because I want to lock it up. Marshall's at Old Dominion. Old Dominion is playing much better ball. Jeff Jones got the squad going. 
ODU's laying four and a half. I understand Marshall had that crazy win against UAB in Marshall, but Marshall has been horrible on the road this year. I'm going to lock up ODU minus four and a half at home. Nick, I don't feel comfortable uh, comfortable enough to lock it up, but I, I will take ODU. Patty C, I went Marshall. Well, you're going to lose. All right, Marshall's one and nine in their last ten. Now that one win was against UAB. But they're one and seven on the road this year. I'm all over ODU. What has ODU done for us lately? Well, they uh, they're eight and twelve. They won their last game, but they are just three and seven in their last ten. But they're five and three at home. Mm, I don't know. I'm not sold on the Monarchs just yet. Maybe it's a little biased from football, but Marshall seems like the more steady athletic program. Mm. So, if, so if I am getting points, I'm going Thundering Herd. Mm, there we go. Okay. Game of the night here. UCLA at Arizona. This opened up at seven. It's now at six and a half. Arizona's laying six and a half. I'm on UCLA and I might lock this. This is fringe lock potential. I'm before you like anything, before you like anything, make sure Jaime Jaquez is playing. I think he's currently questionable. Obviously that's going to make a, a huge difference. Top two teams in the pack 12 going at it. Arizona's 11 and 0 at home. UCLA's five and zero on the road. Something's got to give. Afraid, you're not afraid of the revenge angle. I mean, UCLA beat down Arizona seventy five fifty nine in Los Angeles. They yeah. held Arizona to thirty percent from the field, twenty five percent from three. Like they're not going to hold Arizona in the fifties again. And they're but, still getting six and a half. I now? know, Nick. I think the fact is they're too physical for them. Arizona's been impressive, but they. All these euros, all these euro players. I I think this physical game that uh, that Mick Cronin has with the, with the the Bruins is too much for Zona. At least uh, look, if Arizona wins, I think it'll be by three, four, five. Give me UCLA in the points, and I think I this might be a lock. I'm pretty sure this is going to be a lock tomorrow. I'm going Arizona. Actually, I, I don't think there's that big of a difference between these two schools. Motivation is going to be with Arizona to avenge that loss from a couple weeks ago, and one of UCLA's best players may not play. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, okay. Uh, going through, we got Seattle at grand Canyon. This is a, a big game. If, if anyone out there pays attention to the whack, uh, Seattle's in first place, grand Canyon's in fifth grand Canyon's got one of the best home court environments. I think in all of the mid majors, maybe even in, in college basketball, but Hey, Seattle's coming in 12th in the country in threes. They, they, shout out to Seattle. They've been a fun team to watch this year too. Uh, they're also charting at 41st defensively. They're getting it done on both ends of the court. Can they go into a toxic place? They're they're catching five and a half points. I think we should consider locking this up. The way that they play defense, the way that they shoot the three ball, the way that they're they're 14th in the nation from the free throw line. Meanwhile, Grand Canyon is 336th in the free uh, from from the the charity stripe. Um, I, I I'm probably not going to lock it up because that home environment's too crazy. But I will take Seattle plus the five and a half. Nick. Yeah, a couple too many points here. I wouldn't be surprised if Grand Canyon wins a very tight one. I've been riding Seattle lately. They are seven zero and one ATS in conference games in the WAC, so they've been hot lately. But that home court environment down in Phoenix is legit. Um, so Seattle to cover. Grand Canyon wins straight up. Patty, uh, agreed. All right, Washington State is at Stanford, guys. I, this is another one that kind of smells to me. Stanford swept USC. Stanford took care of Cal the other night at home. I think Stanford's a decent team. They're a home dog. They're getting two points. I understand Kyle Smith and Wazoo's decent. They're up. Their program's better than it's been in, in recent years. 
However, I don't understand the line. If I was setting this, I would say Stanford minus four, minus three and a half. Uh, it smells to me. Give me Stanford, but it just reeks to me of the wrong team being favored. So what do I? What do they have that I don't know? I don't. I, I don't know. But Nick, what are you doing here? Yeah, I mean Wazoo's you know hot of late, but that is in Pullman, you know where they're a much better team. Um, Stanford won just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, they beat Wazoo by five in Pullman. So uh, the revenge angle, I guess, is which is with the Cougars here. But no, I agree with you. I'm gonna take the home team. Go Stanford. Patty. I mean, Wazoo three and one on the road. Only a loss on the road was at Colorado. Um, so it's not like they're chopped liver. Stanford though, seven and one at, or I'm sorry, nine and one at home. Mm, I am on Stanford. I think that line is too small. Yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense. This is an awesome game, and I can tell you, if it, I wish. Uh, everyone could watch the mountain West this year because it is the best I've ever seen it by far, by far. Boise state is at Wyoming. These two teams played like 10 days ago, I feel like. And it was like, if anything, I thought Wyoming was going to win it before Boise state in the final minute hit two huge threes. Um, Wyoming, this is in Laramie this time. Wyoming's laying one at the moment. This is an awesome game. I actually think besides UCLA, Arizona, I think this is the second best game of the night. Awesome game. Boise state currently first in the mountain West, Wyoming currently second in the mountain West. This is, this is awesome. Wyoming's undefeated at home. I don't know if you caught the Colorado state game. This place was bananas. Um, meanwhile, Boise six to one on the road and they've won 15 or 14 straight games. I mean, this is an awesome matchup here. I'm going to take Wyoming to get it done. I think they get revenge. Nick, what are you doing here? I'm right there with you. I mean, congrats on what Boise's doing here, but they've had a couple of close calls during that win streak and the ball is not always going to bounce your way. It's just the law of averages. So yeah, I agree. Give me uh Wyoming at home. Patty. This is definitely a, something's got to give game Wyoming nine at home on at home, uh, Boise seven and one on the road. Uh, uh, Boise currently an eight seed in the bracketology and uh, Wyoming on the bubble last four in the very last team in the tournament at this point. So are we too early now that we're in February to call this a, uh, a must win kind of game in the mountain West? Not yet. Uh, Wyoming just scored a huge winning against Colorado state, but I'm, I, I, I do think, I think the, the, the mountain West deserves multiple teams. I, I'm, I'm, I'm talking three or four this year. I think it's that good of a conference. I think San Diego state, Boise state, Wyoming, Colorado state, Utah state. That is right there. That is a solid group of yeah, Fresno nice state. Lineup. I didn't mention Fresno state. They're good too. Um, uh, so yeah, I mean, it's a huge game though. Don't, it is a gigantic game. Uh, I think Wyoming needs it more than Boise, but uh, yeah, sign me up. That's a great game to watch. I'm riding Boise on that one. Riding Boise. Hey, the way Marcus Shaver Jr. just keeps hitting game winners. He's had like 10 game winners this year. It's great to have a player like that if the game's close, where yeah. you know he steps up in the clutch. Gonzaga's at San Diego. Gonzaga's laying 21 and a half points. I know pre episode NC Nick said he's going to lock this up. And I said, you know what? I think you sold me. You still locking it up, Nick? Any, any. Yeah, it, it's just not enough points. I, I went back the last couple of years. The last four matchups, Gonzaga has won by 28. 35, 37 and 44. Uh, dude, that's what they do against, you know, the, the mid or to the bottom of the West coast conference. So uh, I'll take the Zags, lock it up. 
I'm with you. Triple lock that. Triple lock. It's I want to say their average time. margin of victory in conference is like 28 points. Yeah. This sitting <laughs> down at 21. They're killing it. Yeah. And it's a look ahead spot uh, for Gonzaga, but I still don't fear it because they do have at BYU on Saturday. Mm. Speaking of BYU, they are hosting San Francisco. The Dons. BYU is laying two and a half. I'm thinking about locking this because BYU's lost two in a row. Now here's the thing, San Francisco. I'm really impressed by this team, but the fact that BYU has lost two in a row, they're back in Provo. It was a terrible road trip for them. I think they're going to get back on the right side of this. I think this is fringe lock potential. Nick, I am on BYU minus two and a half. What are you doing? Definitely on BYU as well at home. Get right spot. Uh, I'm not going to lock it though because I, you know. I think San Francisco screwed me a couple of weeks ago. BYU, I've been kind of hit or miss with them this year. Uh, yeah, I, I like the spot with B, with BYU. I wouldn't argue if somebody did like it, but I won't myself. Patty, yeah, it's too few points. I'm gonna go Cougars at home. Yeah, this place should be on fire. It's a great game. Uh, Oregon is at Colorado. Colorado, uh, Tad Boyle got COVID. Um. And I believe I, I think one player might be out for the buffs too. Uh, Oregon's a one and a half point favorite on the road. I'm going to take the ducks to get revenge. Colorado beat him in Eugene uh, ducks gave up a gigantic lead. This one I might lock up as well. Get the SGPN app. I'll say that uh, I'm taking the ducks. Nick, what are you doing? Yeah. So Colorado's got uh, Eli Parquet, the guard. Yeah. He is questionable as is big man, Tristan Da Silva. Ooh, the f- two, two, two key players. Yeah, I, I think. And then, you know, with the coach and, and, and his issues with COVID, I, I think you got to go ducks here. We should consider locking this. one. I did lock this one, even on the road. I'll jo- you know what? I'll I'm join in you. a lock. I'm in a lock. Happy mood. Let's sign me up to Let, I'm in. I'm in. Let's do it. Locking up the Ducks of Oregon on the road. It's a little tough because they almost have the same record. 13 and 7 versus 13 and 8. And they're on the road. Oregon just blew like a 16 point lead against Colorado. Lost in Eugene. I think they want revenge. They are they didn't weren't they like a, a top preseason top 10 or 15? Yeah, yeah. They have kind of underperformed, but they've shown flashes. I mean, they beat UCLA and USC back to back nights, I feel like, or uh two uh, they're in the three first days. team to beat top two top five teams in a row in like yeah. how long? I don't know. Altman's a good coach, though. It's almost like Bayheim of the of the West in the past couple of years, where they start out incredibly slow, but come February and March, they're an incredibly tough team to beat. Well, they've been bringing in a lot of transfers recently, and that takes time. Yeah, you're right. You're 100% right. Uh, USC is at Arizona State. Bobby Hurley, um, him and Herm Edwards have been looking at uh, some property <laughs> back in the Northeast where uh, well, I know I know Herm played for the Eagles and was with ESPN in Bristol, Connecticut, and, and Bobby Hurley. From New Jersey and 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 you know just the Northeast is his dad's a legend. I'm sure they're looking at a nice, nice uh, place there somewhere in like Trenton, New Jersey. I don't know somewhere around there. Nice place yeah. in Trenton, New Jersey. I don't know <laughs> that, that exists. exists. I don't know if that exists within a hundred miles of Trenton, New Jersey. Uh, maybe Herm knows a guy. You know what I mean? Uh, something. Anyway, is not uh, the murder capital of the United States? Is it? Bobby Hurley. Well, he murdered a lot of uh, people on the basketball court, huh? <laughs> hey, oh. Uh, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, but, but, uh, but Arizona state's getting six points against USC in Tempe. You know what? I'm taking the sun devils in the six. I don't buy this USC team. I still don't buy it. I think they're one of the, the bigger counterfeit teams in the country. Nick, what are you doing? 
this game, this oh, freaking game. I'm thinking Camden, New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe Trenton's a little nicer. <laughs> not much nicer. I okay. Yeah, probably not. I mean, usually Arizona State is much better in the desert. The last home game they did knock off Utah by a couple points, but Utah isn't much to write home about. I mean, USC, their last couple road games, they knocked off Colorado by three, and they knocked off uh, Utah again. I this game, give me the home team. <laughs> what are you doing, Patty C? Give me the Trojans. This oh. is a team that still has championship aspirations. All right. Final game of the night that we're calling here. There's a bunch of other games happening. Like I said, get the SGPN app. Hawaii is in first place in the big West. I don't know if you guys know that. And they're a fun team to watch. They're they're on the road though at UC Riverside Riverside. This is their fourth in the big West and they're right there. Currently Riverside's a two and a half point favorite. Riverside got upset by UC Davis the other night. Jim Les's bunch, the former Sacramento King. I'm going to take Hawaii plus the points. Hawaii is a fun team to watch. If you, I know that they're on late, but this team is fun. Uh, sign me up for watching for watching this one. Uh, I'm on the I'm on the Rainbow Warriors, man. Nick. Well, I haven't watched Hawaii, and I won't be watching this game because it is on way too late. But Hawaii is hot. I mean, even though I haven't seen them this year, I have been riding them lately. They have won seven in a row. I see no reason why it can't be eight in a row. Give me the Rainbow Warriors, Patty. Let me ask you this: You guys aren't at all worried that these guys coming from paradise are going to <laughs> hell in Riverside, yeah. California? Uh, I'm gonna. I, I think the win streak is enough to convince me. I'll go Hawaii here too. But Riverside sounds so nice. Yeah. <laughs> Riverside is the only place that I've ever been where the, the the median or like the concrete wall is actually in like the road on the highway, like the whole way down. Like Our, there's so many car marks. San Bernardino is worse than Riverside. It's bold. So statement. what's worse, Trenton or Riverside? Ooh, it's just, Riverside is the Trenton of no, the West. I think Riverside's nicer. <laughs> I think Riverside's nicer. Riverside's got. Couple nice Cal Baptist University. I think you're thinking of San Bernardino's. No, Riverside is a shithole. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. Um, Anyway, folks, uh, look, the rest of the games will be on the SGPN app. Grab those things. We're going to have more locks, more, more. I'm telling you, just get in there, make some cash. Come on. Uh, Get the SGPN app. Subscribe to the college basketball experience. Tell a friend. It's not much to ask. Or how about this? We're giving you all these winners all the time. Go to iTunes. Give us a five-star review. Go to Spotify. Give us a five-star review. It's not too much to ask. If you do take a screenshot of your review, find me on Twitter at DColbyD, and I will send you a college basketball experience t-shirt. All right. How about that? At the Colby D uh, get the SGPN app. As I mentioned, Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. The college basketball experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN and the sports gambling podcast network is on Twitter at the SGP network. Give them all a follow and then let's ride off into the Actually get the Slack channel too. get the Slack app, sports gambling podcast channel. We're always talking college basketball, college football, everything USFL. There's a brand new USFL gambling podcast. Go get that thing. Look seasons kicks on April 16th. Let's have some fun betting on games. Let's kick some ass. All right, folks. This is the college basketball experience daily show for Thursday, February 3rd. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. You come from a land down under.